Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio Not much. No. So, um, I just opened my Owl Crate box. Uh, let me know if you all want to do that, or want us to do that on the air, um, because it is really cool. And this is in no way sponsored by Owl Crate, but oh my gosh, I got some of the coolest stuff this month. I'm so excited. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> it was the first time Holly got to watch me open one. Yeah, all kinds of cool goodies in there. She had to help me open it at one point, too, so... Oh, I'm so excited. The book looks amazing. And then I got uh, some chopsticks from these Violent Delights and a Hamilton um, thing that you put. <laughs> I'm being so so technical here. But a thing that you put on the back of your cell phone and it had like a ring to hold on to. But it also had pockets for your cards and things. Um, and then there was a really pretty pillowcase cover and a couple other things that were just really cool a card game that I'm gonna have to look into more really cool stuff uh if you don't get owl crate you probably should or another subscription box thing they're really cool and if owl crate wants to sponsor us well that'd be even better okay I'm done okay <laughs> I'm done so how was your week uh pretty good pretty good yeah how was yours ridiculous Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got some news. I have some news. So, um, if you've paid attention um, in the last couple of episodes, I've been a little bit more open about some of my personal life. And uh, things are going pretty well with my boyfriend. And this past week, we have been house hunting. And we've actually found one, and uh, it's a new construction, so there's nobody else, like, bidding on it or anything. It's it's going to be ours. We just have to, you know, sign on the dotted line and all of that. So I'm really, really excited. Yay! I'm excited for you. It will be I can't my... wait to see it in person. I've oh. seen pictures, and it looks like a really nice house. Oh, my goodness. And it's, it's also closer to my place, so... Um... It is. Yay! Yay! <laughs> um, I'm going to have a whole room that's just a library, which I'm super excited about. And I don't know that I'll be able to record in there because it doesn't have a door on it. It's just like an open room on one side. Um, but at least I'll have an awesome place to, like, take TikTok videos and, and stuff like that and sit and read and oh, have my books displayed. I'm so excited. Yay! Oh, I'm so excited. Um. But yeah, so that's that's been a great. The market is hot right now. 
Um, and we got outbid on a couple different houses. And it was a little emotional for me. I'm not built for um, the stress of house buying. <laughs> <laughs> the ups and downs of yeah. it all. I would be like, oh my gosh, I love this house. Let's put a bid in. And we'd put it in the bid and... I would be like, oh my goodness, don't love it, don't love it. And, of course, my heart is like, oh my god, I love this house. <laughs> and then... Just some, kidding. Yeah. So that was rough. Um, but, yeah, it's good. I'm excited. I can't wait. Yeah. My first big girl house. That's such a huge step. I know. That's so important. It's scary. But awesome. Because y'all are actually doing it. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, my boss just scared me. Oh. Um, so, yeah. Ooh, I hope I remember to tell my family before they listen to this. Oops. Oopsies. <laughs> Oopsies. Big announcement, guys. If not, <laughs> surprise. Hey. Um, so, yeah, that's exciting, and that's been going on. And we're having to pack up my books, like, for real, for real now, and it's kind of sad. Uh, my amazing boyfriend was like just put the books you're gonna want to read in the next couple like in the next month and a half aside and I won't pack those and I was like Uh, but how do you know which ones you're gonna read exactly like I might I might need to read them like you don't know you don't know you may just like oh my god I need this book in particular oh too bad it's packed right oh my goodness this this show is coming out on Netflix and I have to read wait I can't no not for the next month yeah and then I had, like, four books set aside, and he was like, is that going to be enough? Do you need to pack more or leave more out? And I was like, four should be good. It's only going to be a little over a month, right? And he was like, honey, why don't you pick more books out? <laughs> <laughs> He's so sweet. Oh, he knows you so well. <laughs> He's so great. Oh, my goodness. And he, oh. So he had to do a lot of the house hunting while I was at work. So he... Went and not a lot of it, I guess, but he went and looked at a couple houses without me. And one day I was like, So, what do you think of the houses? And he was so great. He was like, Babe, do you trust me? And I said, Yeah, why? He said, I don't even want you to come look at this house. And I was like, But the kitchen, I like the kitchen. He was like, No, no, you don't. I said, Why can't I come see the house? And he said, There is not room in that house for a single bookshelf. Oh, no. Like, he knew. It was very important to him that I had a whole room just for my book stuff. Well, yeah, you have so many. You have, you need a whole room for your your book stuff. Okay, well, I was going with he's so sweet, and you're like, Miss Practical over here. Okay. Um, <laughs> he is sweet, but he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not. I need my books to not be piled up on the bedroom floor. That no. stresses me out some. They need they they deserve better. They do. They deserve to be displayed beautifully on shelves and where not the cats can't knock them over. The right, right. Easier to get to, and like you can organize them just right. Yeah, because you know how many times I've needed a book that was on the very bottom of a pile. Oh my god, that that does not sound fun. <laughs> it's not. It's a tall pile. It's a little scary. Um, like Jenga, trying to pull it out from the bottom. Yes. But yeah, so yay, I'm getting a house, and there will be pictures on Instagram 
once we start like getting things moved in and stuff and yay i'm excited so hopefully my birthday will be spent and my birthday better be spent in the new house that's all i'm saying yes it should be right then better be yeah (laughs) so yay good news good news life is good life is great life is stressful and good and good very good it is stressful it is good so, uh, we are talking about the second half of The Gilded Ones. Yay! 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 Um, what did we predict last time? We no, Neither one of us were right, were we? Well! I can't even remember of. what we predicted. So, well, I predicted that she oh, and Dude were going to get together. Now. Okay, well, yeah. Um... We thought you were I almost was, right. Okay, because I said the mom... Was still alive. And she... Didn't die when we thought she died. Right. So she did How, fake her death. But right. But she is actually dead now. Unless, like... See, that was kind of left open, though. Well, because White if Hands she died... Said, did say. If she died, then she would have turned into a... A thing. Right. <laughs> called again. Well, don't give it away yet. Don't okay. get... Because okay. I want to... Yeah. yeah. Okay, well. So, that is a good point. Possibly, maybe. Um... I I was half right with the her being half death streak is what you would yeah to we yeah. were definitely on the right both track there. thinking that she was somehow part death streak she had to have been right you know connected to them in some way right um although there was definitely a twist Rooney there that I was not expecting which one <laughs> there were a few twists well we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Um, I am feeling a little lazy because I have been so stressed out. So we went real basic bitch on the drink tonight. Um, we are drinking White Claws. Blood orange White Claws. Yes. So blood because... It's it's war. Yeah, that's right. And orange. It's close to gold. And White gold Claws... <laughs> I'm I'm so glad you pulled that one out of yeah, your ass. Yeah, I literally just thought of that on the spot. <laughs> um, and then the white claws, kind of as an ode to white hands. She had claws. Yeah, it's a stretch. I know. I'm sorry, guys. It fits. I totally wasn't feeling the drink. It fits just fine. Creativity, but yeah, it fits. Um, and I did have a request from one of our listeners. And she did ask if we could read, like, the inside jacket cover. Oh. So that they at least have some kind of idea of what went on in the book. Oh, okay. She was like, I was so lost. Maybe I should have read the book. And I was like, no, I totally meant to, but I I got excited and forgot. Yeah, that makes sense for those who haven't read the book. Right. (coughs) You want to do it? Oh, no. You have a better story reader voice than I do. (laughs) Okay. Sixteen-year-old Decca lives in fear and anticipation of the blood ceremony that will determine whether she becomes a member of her village. Already different from everyone else because of her unnatural intuition, Decca prays for red blood so she can finally feel like she belongs. But on the day of the ceremony, her blood runs gold, the color of impurity. Which, by the way, I think it's really funny that gold is the color of impurity. Yeah, that's, that's kind of ironic. Side note, yeah. Um, and Decca knows she will face a consequence worse than death. Then, a mysterious woman comes to her with a choice. 
stay in the village and submit to her fate, or leave to fight for the emperor and an army of girls just like her. They are called Aliki? Alakai? How did you say that? Oh, I was saying Alaki. Alaki? Alaki, that sounds better. Uh, They are called Alaki, near immortals with rare gifts, and they are the only ones who can stop the Empire's greatest threat. Knowing the dangers that lie ahead, yet yearning for acceptance, Decca decides to leave the only life she's ever known. But as she journeys to the capital to train for the biggest battle of her life, she discovers that the Great Walled City holds more surprises. Nothing, and no one, are quite what they seem to be. Not even Decca herself. In this bold and immersive fantasy, a young heroine fights to save the save a world that would dare to tame her and discover that she is her own fiercest weapon. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. So, um... What did you think of the last half? Oh, my God. A lot happens. So much happens, which... Like, wham, bam, bam. Things go down. And not, like, in a discombobulated frantic rushed way but just I feel like, like in comparison to the first half of the book though it definitely sped up a lot it did speed up a lot which I was very thankful for um I did kind of put off reading the second half partially because life was crazy partially because of house hunting and partially because it had been such a, a little bit slower of a start to the excuse me to the book um, and I was a little worried about the second half, but then I started reading it, and I was like, oh, all the things! Yeah, it came together pretty quickly. Um, so when we left you last, they were still training, and um, they hadn't gone out for their first raid to fight the Death Streaks. So they're all just kind of figuring themselves out and forming a bond of friendship and loyalty. Mm-hmm. And then... Afterwards, they start. Did, we got to the part where White Hands was one of the trainers, right? Right. I think it's yeah. where, about where we stopped. About where we stopped. Mm-hmm. So once White comes, <laughs> come again. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> That was great. Once White Hand comes back into the picture, (laughs) sorry, that was really funny. (laughs) It just kept getting worse. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, um, their training intensifies a lot, and she starts working with Decca with the Death Shrieks, and um, I was going somewhere with that, and I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> Words are hard, What do you think guys. about now? <laughs> you all don't want to know what I'm thinking about now. <laughs> I think Shoot. we all already know. Shoot. <laughs> Take a oh, sip. Sorry. Yeah. Take a sip. Try again. Anyway, they start going on raids and kicking ass. Kicking Death Shriek ass. Yes. Um, 
But one of the things that Jekka notices is that all of the humans that they find in the camps of the Death Shrieks are all male. Uh huh. And in the very first raid, after all of the killing has been done, she happens to see this like little girl running off into the woods. And then, yeah. so when Decca fights, she gets a little loopy, and it takes a lot out of her, and then she passes out. And she was just about to pass out. So she doesn't know if the girl was, like, a figment of her imagination, or if it was a legit person. Right. And because she's never seen any... And supposedly, like, the Death Shrieks are um, stealing young girls out of the, out of, like, the villages... And but they're not finding like any bodies any, of young girls. Yeah, no bodies, right. no bones, no car. You know, any sort of, you know, because assuming they would have eaten them or something. Right, but there's no. But there's no evidence of that whatsoever. So they they don't understand where they're going. Right, and they've been told by the by the emperor, and then they can't find the bodies. Yeah. Um, and in another one of the fight, in another one of the fights, there are multiples, um, Deco finds this little creature yeah, in a okay. table. Ixa? Yes. It was, okay, I think it's adorable, and it's super cool and badass, and it can, like, actually protect her and things, but, like, I just thought it was so random. <laughs> She's like... In the temple, and then, oh, here's a cat. Okay, cool, you have a pet now. By the oh. way, it could turn into a monster and kill things. Wonderful. <laughs> but I feel like it kind of, I, I feel like it kind of fit. Like, she's in this place where it's obviously sacred, and then she has this innate ability to sense things. Yeah. Um, mostly death shrieks, but things. And she senses this little creature, and it comes up out of the water, like, to her. And No, I like it. I think it's yeah. adorable, but it's just, I thought, I don't know why, but the last thing I expected to happen was to her to find a pet. <laughs> but everyone needs a pet. Well, yeah, but yeah. I was like, it's oh, a, okay, cool, she has a cat. It's a blue kitty cat. And it turns into, like, this giant Badass dragon serpent thing. Giant, yeah. Yeah. Dragon serpent thing. Yeah. That flies, that she rides. It's so cool. It's so badass. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that was definitely unexpected, but yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I was um, like, okay. <laughs> what was your favorite part of the second favorite half? Favorite part? I don't know. You have a favorite part? Um, I mean, probably the very end, but oh yeah, I don't want to give too much away yet. Um. I don't know. So there was, what did you think of the part with the whole emperor and his deal? Um, I definitely, I, I guess it was obvious looking back, but I didn't expect him to be in on everything and know exactly what was going on already. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't, I, I guess it was obvious. It should have been. But I didn't pick up on it. And I was like, oh, okay. This is just, you know, the Emperor. Cool. They're badass warriors, and they're defending, you know, the nation, so they get to meet the Emperor. All right. No, I didn't expect that he was like, 
oh no, I took down the, you know, goddesses or whatever. Right, my family did. Yeah. So I didn't expect all that. I totally like believed the whole white hands is my cousin thing. Yeah, me I was too. Like. Oh, okay, yeah, that totally makes well, sense. Well, I also didn't think White Hands was immortal, either. Well, no. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> no, so we find out, like, almost the very end of the book, that she's not just royalty. She is actually the daughter of one of the, um... There's the main demons or whatever, quote-unquote, yeah. but they're actually goddesses. Like, they actually were, like, the four goddesses that, like, basically created everything. Right. But and she is the it, daughter of one of them. And, right. of course, men got all... Puffy about it. And was he like, man, no, we want no, we want to be the rulers. Not, you know, we don't want to be underneath the goddesses' thumbs. So. I have a penis. I make the rules. <laughs> <laughs> so they, like, literally gilded them. Yeah. So they took... They... T- oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. They took... Molten Aliki blood, which is gold, and tricked the goddesses to come to this like super holy place. And they were sitting on their thrones and they poured the gold over the goddesses to entomb them alive. Yeah. I can't. <sighs> How did they even figure out that that would work? I don't know. And not end up like a... Strengthening the... the yeah. Making them stronger? Like carry situation. <laughs> Dumping your blood on them and then they just whip your ass. <laughs> I don't know. How did they just be like, oh, you know what'll get them? Let's just drip blood on them. <laughs> They're That'll tell blood. Them. Give it back to yeah. them. Ew. <laughs> what? That's gross. Um, but it worked somehow. Yeah, it worked. Oh my goodness! And oh, did you? Who? Oh, what did you think when you found out what happened when the Alaki die? Oh yeah, I didn't see that. So uh, I, I did not expect them to be the same creature. Yeah. So we find out that when the Alaki die their quote unquote final death, they. It's like an afterlife. Well, like a reincarnation. Yeah, they come back as the death streaks. So they're the Alaki... killing their own sisters. Okay, so then <gasps> I have a okay. So if they were all okay, at one point Decca could start hearing what the death streaks were saying and like understand right. them, and they kept referring to her as the traitor, and she didn't know why. Well. Why is Decca considered the traitor, especially if she doesn't really know what's going on, but White Hands is the one orchestrating all of this, and everyone knows that White Hands knows what's going on, but she's not considered a traitor. I don't think everybody knew that White Hands knew what was going on. I think, like, the higher-ups in the Death Shriek hierarchy did, uh-huh. but the But if so, the then lower- why wasn't... Why wasn't White Hands ever brought to justice? Yeah, like, why was that okay? I understand, like, oh, for the greater good, but I feel like there should have been a little more resistance to let White Hands go about letting, you know, all all the killing happen. 
in order to get to that point. And it worked out, obviously, in the end, but a lot, a lot of innocents died for that of their own kind. And I feel like that was just, there was nobody there, like, that was, like, countering her on that at all. Well, because there was nobody to counter her. Well, other death shrieks. Yeah, but she wasn't with them. Like, I guess, but it is just, it was just kind of, I don't know. I, I didn't like that for some reason. I do think that there should have been more of an accountability issue um, yeah. with that. Although, I think it left it open for possibly a second book. And for there to be more pushback between I would like to see that and White Hands. I would like to see that. Because while, yes, White Hands is... Her her plan all worked out in the end. Still, you know, countless of lives were lost. And, you know, you know, there's no excuse for that. Yeah, you but know? how else would you have gone about it? Well, I don't know. I'm not they were <laughs> They were gonna die anyway. Yeah, I guess. But then it was, like, so much unnecessary martyr, martyrdom. Martyrdom? Mar- yeah. Like yeah. They died for their own cause. I think the worst part guy. was that they they didn't even know really why they were dying. Right. Because it they're calling Decca the betrayer. So obviously they don't know that she doesn't know right. what's going on. Right. They think it's like her decision to turn their back on him. So I don't know. There's... But if they know who Decca is, why didn't they know who White Hands was? Maybe they didn't know who Decca was as Decca, but they could they could see this human who could speak to them and oh, control and them so they know the together. legends. Yeah. And not see that in white hands. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It was and there's a part see, where there's just so much still left open for interpretation. I feel like a second book would be nice. I would definitely love to read a second book of this. I think so, too. I want to see what happens next. I love the friendship between Decca and Britta. And then the other girls, but Decca and Britta especially. Oh, yeah. They they become like Holly and I, platonic soulmates. I love to see true healthy platonic relationships represented in books and movies yes. because it's so undervalued and underappreciated and it's so often overshadowed by romance stories instead you know yes and i do while i i didn't want her and what's his butt to get together I'm glad it wasn't a main story. Right. I do like how it was done. This, the friendship between her and Britta was more prominent to the story than the relationship between her and the dude. Right. And, and I liked that. You know, it, it showed Britta sacrificing just as much. Like, at one point, Britta's almost dead. And she would have yeah, died. She would have died her final death. And Decca controls her and commands her not to die. Which is pretty badass. That is. Like, how do you just be phenomenal. like, not today, death. <laughs> right? <laughs> not today, Satan. Go home. <laughs> Go home. Not for you. <clears throat> and then I did think it was brilliant when the emperor commanded that Decca be murdered. 
um, like, um, what's the word? It's not just murdered, because it's, like, sanctioned. What's it called? For who? Executed. Oh. He, he commanded that Dekka be executed because she showed, um, her hand towards the, the death streaks instead of the humans. Anyway, um, and then, what's his butt? I honestly could not tell you his name. <laughs> you just finished reading it, too. I did. It starts with a K. Who? The dude? Yeah. Oh, I don't even know. He's that's not important. Just, that's just, uh, he was not one of the important ones in my head. No. Um, he? But he pretends to execute Dekka. Oh, which okay. I can't was... imagine. But Dekka didn't know he was pretending. Dekka didn't know he was pretending, and she was like, the second boy that I loved is turning his back on me. Well, technically third if you count her father. Eh, we don't count him. Oh, well. Third male. Third male that she trusted. Yeah. That turned turned their backs on her. She thinks. Ends up, he didn't, he and Britta and... Um, some of the other girls were just brilliant, and they had this compound that turned her blood blue, which is the color of their final death. I love how they all thought of that beforehand, though. Right. Like, that was pretty smart. Well, I think when, when Britta, well, no, it had to have been before that. Yeah, I don't know. It was brilliant, It explains when they thought about it, but I don't remember exactly what it was. But, like, but that was pretty cool. It was so smart. But then for him to actually, he beheads her, mm-hmm. and then, I don't know what is wrong with my throat. Sorry, that felt weird. I thought you were, like, gagging with the thought of beheading her. No, I feel like somebody took a nail file and just, like, scraped it up the back of my throat. That oh, was weird. But he beheaded her, and then dismembered her, and sprinkled this stuff over her blood so that it showed blue, so they all believed she was dead, and then the... The emperor was just like, okay, well, she's gone now, and they left. Yeah. And then the the Alaki, Alakai, now I don't even know how we were saying it. Whatever they are. The gilded ones. The gilded ones. <laughs> the golden girls. The golden girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Wait, the- who was it? Yogi Bear? Yogi Bear and Betty White? <laughs> Anyway, they had to like gather up her her body parts and they put them together and then she woke up while she was healing and he it was really sweet when he had to like hold her head to look at the (laughs) There was a part I forgot to mark it because um I might have dropped my stickers in the bathtub last night as I was taking a bath. (laughs) Um, yeah. But, hang on. Can you imagine they're having a moment and he's, like, holding her severed head? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, this is so romantic. Right? I can see inside of your, of your entrails. <laughs> I can literally see what's going on inside your head. <laughs> oh, you know me so well. <laughs> He knows me inside and out. Okay, here it is. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. She says, Warmth spreads through me, tears prickling at my eyes. Uh, Kieta accepts me as I am, loves me, 
He doesn't even have to say the words, but I feel them. I feel them in the way he cradles my severed head so gently, even though the very act of holding it should horrify him. <laughs> it's not funny, but it is. That's <laughs> a good way. Like, in my sick, depraved mind, that was just like that. I think that's the best line in the book. <laughs> I can tell by the way he holds my severed head. Oh, so romantic. (laughs) I'm dying. Babe, how much do you love me? A lot, why? Would you hold my severed head while we talked? romantic moment with me <laughs> while my head was reattaching itself to my body. Or, or for yours, you're going away for six months. Here, hold my leg. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to have a piece of <laughs> my favorite part of the book. <laughs> That's a good part. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Good choice. <clears throat> oh. Oh man. What a good time. <laughs> You're still crying. I am. It's still funny. <laughs> so I was reading that part on my lunch break at work today. And I just went, <laughs> they were like, what is wrong with you? I was like, you don't want to know. <laughs> you have nothing. You don't want to know. Oh, oh goodness. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I found it. Oh, my God. And then when the emperor was also a descendant. Yeah, see. That was, I, I see, I didn't know Again, that was coming up. that should have been obvious. Right. Like, the fact that he, they, oh. He was kind of, see, thinking back on it now, he did kind of have that almost suspicious about, air about him, you know? Like, there was something there, but there wasn't. I just, I don't know. I just assumed that White Hands had just completely manipulated the situation and like I had no idea that he had any clue yeah I I I didn't either and then I thought it was hilarious and not only that he didn't have a clue but that he was so involved yeah he was also immortal he is no he's not immortal or what he's lived for a long time oh no that's right no that's you're right he just had the speed and the strength he's a descendant that's why yeah but he just was he 
He told the stories of his great ancestors dismembering white hands oh and torturing Torture her. Like it was just dinner conversation. Yeah, like no big deal. <clears throat> the amount of crazy that must have lived on in that family. Oh my god. I can't imagine. How heartless do you have to be, you know? I can't even begin to imagine. <clears throat> and then to sit there and, like, act like she's so beneath him and be like, oh, that's just my cousin and yada yada. Yeah. I, oh. It, it was beautifully done. I totally did not see it coming. No. But, Wait, but did he not know about the whole, um, like, reincarnation thing? Did he not know that death streaks were... No, he knew. He knew. He knew. So he was using... Because he even says, you know, I used you to kill your own people. Okay. So I guess what I'm trying to remember is why he still let White Hands do all that she did. If he knew. Because he thought she was just training them to kill the death streaks. Not to take over. Oh, okay. Although, why he thought, after literally... So, they dismembered uh, White Hands, um, and then, like, kept her body parts away from each other so that she couldn't heal. But she's immortal, so she couldn't die. Yeah. So, she was just... In the limbo. Yeah. For years and years and years. For centuries. I, I, think, it, I think it was like 100 years or something. Yeah. And he talks about how crazy she went during that time. Well, I mean, yeah. And then you think you're gonna, that she's just going to let that be okay? Stupid egotistical man. Unless he thought that she was so, like, mentally warped that she would not even think about, think Maybe. about it. Maybe. I don't know. It was just, wow. It was so good. But yeah, right, the arrogance for him to actually think that he had, like, be- they had beaten her into submission like that. Yeah, no. No. <clears throat> That's not how it works. I have to say, Miss Forna, I love this book. You did an amazing job. Yeah, it was really good. Um, I doubt you're ever going to hear this, but wow. Just wow. And please write a second one. I don't know if you're planning to or not. I should probably look into that. But please do. Uh, I want to know more. I want to know more think, about everybody. I think it's a pretty good book for girls to read. Oh, yeah. For young adult, you know, young teenage girls to read because it there's it definitely mirrors a lot of, you know, issues in today's society, you know. Um, a lot of prejudice toward women. I think it's oh, a good a read. And then there's a lot of empowerment as well throughout the book. And then I love how in the end they're victorious. So I love... How I'm finding it. Hang on. I don't want to say the wrong names. Um, her. <clears throat> I'm sorry for all the awful noises I'm making. I realize I keep making the weird, like, no, nose sounds. Um, how, how would you say that? Adwapa? Adwapa? That's kind of what I was saying. Something like that. Um, I love how Adwapa and her sister who, I don't think we really talked much about it um, in the the first episode, but they were from a tribe of people who still worshipped the quote-unquote demons 
the goddesses, and they didn't have to be found by the priests. They could have hidden themselves away. And we find out that they knew about Decca the whole time. The whole time. The whole time. Because and they grew up in a society that wasn't suppressed by the priests and the men and this new religion that they had formed to their agenda. Right. And where they were from, they were still very much in touch with the old ways and worshipping the goddesses and knowing that, not that they were impure, but knowing that they were descendants of goddesses. Right. And I think it's so funny because Decca this whole time has assumed that they were all of similar age. And then she kind of realizes that sometimes they're, um, they seem a little older and a little wiser and a little more mature, even right. though they act, they acted immature. Right. And it's really funny because she, she d- realizes, wait, are you one of the firstborns? And... Edwapa was like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not immortal. We're only, like, 300 years old. Like, no biggie. <laughs> no biggie. No, we're not bad. <laughs> and then also one of them, I can't remember which, but they would, like, you know, the girls would always have a quota of how many death streaks they had to kill when they go out on raids. Mm-hmm. And one of them would never, ever go over that quota. Ever. Even I though think it was, it was like, competition between the others. Yeah. I think it was her. And it was because she knew she knew what she was killing. Yeah, it was just wow. It caught me right in the feels, especially when when Decca first was able to understand what the Death Streaks were saying, and she first heard the word betrayer. I was like trying to unravel this mystery, like I was gonna figure it out, and I I couldn't. Yeah, I, I was. Couldn't I was so lost until the very end. It was so good. So I think I remember her overhearing a conversation between Death Streaks that were like, "What they were calling her the Betrayer," and I was like, "Well, maybe she just doesn't know." And I was like, "Well, fuck if she doesn't know, I sure don't." <laughs> <coughs> right? <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that's lost. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was just. Oh, it was really good. I would definitely recommend this to Yeah, it was, it was good. I, anybody. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I do like how the the Jetsu Jetsu the, the boys Jatu um the boys who were their partners how the ones that were partnered with the core group of girls they were uh, Decca saved them and told the Death Streaks to protect them and to, to try not to kill them. And they were like, we're your partners. Like, this is going to be hard, the adapting to the new reality, but... Well, because they've walked a mile in their shoes, you know? Like, they've right. been there firsthand with them throughout all of this, and they've been able to see from their point of view like, how the world is treating them and how unfair it is to them. Right, they were able you know? to see so, as... The towns yelled at them and called them whores and bitches. Yes, they saw that all firsthand. So, you know, it goes to show you that, like, paying attention to, you know, somebody else's... Perspective. Perspective, yeah. It really can make a difference, you know? And But I really liked how they... It showed that not all of the men were just 
power hungry and right. dominant I mean, over the women. And like I said, there's so many mirror images like in real life today. You know? Oh yeah. And, um, you know, against women or any prejudice, really. Yeah. Like, Decca was um, discriminated against in her town growing up because she had a darker skin tone. Right. For no good reason than that. Like, that's just, oh, it broke my heart. Just because she was different. Yeah. Because I didn't understand. You know, something that's different and that's not, you know... The status quo is often, you know, looked down upon and yeah, and, and hated and, yeah. for no reason other than the fact that it's not understood. And it's it's really sad that that is a theme that we often see throughout, you know, history and society. Right. I did think it was really funny when Deco realized that White Hands sent the um, death streaks to her village to quote-unquote kidnap her <laughs> kidnap slash rescue her right <laughs> but that's when she discovered her voice and so she totally like thwarted their rescue mission <laughs> and was yeah. like don't come rescue me go home <laughs> she was like well damn i brought that all on myself <laughs> right but then she made like this very mature and grown-up yes. realization that had she not gone through what the priests put her through... She would not have had the same perspective. Right, and she girls. might not have understood what the majority of women go through. Exactly. That was... I was very proud of the you know the way she quickly put that together. Right. Because at first she was like, well, damn, I could have, like, not have gone through all that torture. But then, like, almost immediately after, she's like, well, wait a second... Yeah. I wouldn't have been able to connect to these other girls if I hadn't. Right. You know, and I was like, wow, that was like... So deep. Extremely mature and a very healthy way of thinking of it. Like, that right? was really good. And I did really like... So, the quote-unquote chosen one is not usually one of my favorite tropes. Yeah. Um, but I do like how this was done. She didn't know she was the chosen one until the very end. Like, she knew there was something different, but she thought it was just something else to to condemn her. She right. didn't realize that it, it made her special until the very end. And then she was able to... She didn't go around strutting it. Right. Because you know? she... Nobody even knew about it until it was announced later in the book to all the other people. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah. Like, she wasn't going around being like, oh, yeah, I've got this special talent. You want to see? <laughs> you know? Like, she was... I have to take special classes. They're advanced classes. Right. No, she was like, like that. I can control the death <laughs> Right. You want to see? <laughs> but you can't do this. Right? She was more like, so I have to tell you all something. Um, you're going to think I'm weird. You're going to hate me and probably be scared of me. But it happens sometimes. It's just this thing that I do. Yeah, and it, you know, might be helpful. <laughs> well, she doesn't even think that at first. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure it was Britta who was like, dude, do you know how helpful that would be on raids? You can just stop them in their tracks. <sighs> so good. Yeah. Yeah. Five shots. Definitely five, five shots. Five shots. 
So have you been reading anything else lately? Um, I'm still reading Twilight. <laughs> Which one are you on now? I'm on the last one. And? I'm almost done. Okay, so so far the last one is my favorite because there's a lot that happens in this one. A lot. And it's not just like romance. It's like, like shit's happening now. Right. Although there is a lot of romance. There still. is. There is. But it's the right romance. The healthy after marriage kind. Exactly. <laughs> the kind we all like. Screw that. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I have read, um, I think last time I talked about Serpent and Dove, well, I finished, um, Blood and Honey, which is a sequel to it. Um, it was very good. I, I actually listened to the audiobook for that one. I didn't read it outright again because life has just been crazy, but it was very good. Um, yeah? I, yeah. Yes. The, I love the relationships and the, the play that they have. Like in, in the second one, he wants to love, I, I don't want to give away too much of the book, but like mm-hmm. he wants to love her, but he hates the magic and, and there's magic all in his life now and he doesn't know what to do. And it's it like, oh, the character development is just so good. The, like, That's the internal good. struggle. I love it. I love seeing a good, healthy character development. Yeah. Like, and then sometimes he makes really stupid decisions. He's like, well, look, she lied to me again. And then I'm like, you're lying to her now, you dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty great. Yeah. Sounds good. So, yeah. Definitely highly recommend those. Um, I have... Because of the wonders of audiobooks, I have now read slash listened to, and when I say listen to, I mean like see, paid attention to, see, not just I it in the wish I need to get into audiobooks. I've been saying that you have to find the right ones because there are yeah. some that I listen to that I'm like, mm, nope. I've listened to a few before and I remember enjoying them, but I don't know why. For some reason, I just don't. I have read twenty five books this year. That's nice. It's cool. <laughs> I think I've had like seven. But you've been listening to audiobooks. Yeah. So that does make a difference. It does Maybe help. Maybe I will pick up audiobooks soon. Again. So you know what I did? Girl, I did like our amazing listener Dusty uh, was talking to me about on Instagram one day. Oh. I get them from the library. From Libby? Yeah. yeah. Well, so the library account that I have um, isn't for Libby. I need to get one. Hopefully, ooh, maybe my new house will have. Wait, so the library here has it? Um. Or. So. Oh, shit. Because I know the one I, I would use Libby, and that's, you know, in New Iberia. Right. Um, their library parish does right. go through Libby, so that's the one I had used in the past. So Harrison County has Hoopla. Oh, okay. So it's the same thing. Yeah, but I don't think they have as much to offer as Libby does, so I really want to be able to listen to Libby, because I think there's a lot more <clears throat> on there. On the download, you could use my library card. Well, on the download, I'm going to need you to sign me in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's not illegal. Everybody! Shh! Illegal book activity. Nothing to see here. We are just pay no mind to the man behind the curtain. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, oh. I can do that. Sprint. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Sorry about that. Um, uh, so. Yeah, anything else going on? That I'll have to do this later. I don't know my library card number. But what? On, on hand. What? <laughs> I don't you live there anymore. <laughs> you don't have it memorized? That's okay. I didn't even have one until I, yeah, anyway. What? Well, I had one, but you, they go, like, for some know? reason... The ones here expire after so long. They do. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It is very weird. Yeah. Like, it's like after a year, you have to renew it. Yeah. And I found I'm, that out, like, recently. Yeah. So I had to renew mine. So. And I, I have, I could go and get a new one. But it doesn't requires, take long. No, but it requires going someplace else that's not work and not You know home what, though? And, I miss being able to just go into a library and just browse and sit and read. You just mean my enjoy house? the quiet. <laughs> Good one. That's gonna be my house. <laughs> yes. And my COVID has taken that five hundred plus books. I have a lot of books. I'm gonna have to find a new way to keep track of them all because I I sort of like the app that I'm using, but I also mm-hmm. don't like it because I can't. I bet if I played around with it more, I could figure it out, but. <laughs> You could do the Dewey Decimal System and make it a real library. But you can get those cards. You have a card index. Yeah. Like a card catalog. You can get those. <laughs> I used to do that when I was little. I would play library. I did have a lot of books, you know. And so I would get index cards and make them like the, the checkout cards and like make the little Dewey Decimal like index for the sides, <laughs> I would really sit there and label all of my books. <laughs> Can you imagine me being like, oh, I don't remember. Do I have this book? Let me pull out this file in my <laughs> purse. <laughs> no. <laughs> Although, if you want to come do that, I will let you do that. I would actually love to do that. See, that's the Virgo Although, me. <laughs> we can't. We can't um, put them on the out. Whoops, shit! On the outside of the books, they would all have to be on the inside. On the inside, that we can do. Yeah, we can get some really cute labels. Yeah, I can make labels. It'd be fun. I like to organize things. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna need you so much. I have to go through all of my clothes. I don't, we should probably sign off on this. You all don't want to hear about the. Yeah, but now we're just rambling. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I hope you all have enjoyed the book and if you didn't read the book i hope you enjoyed us talking super randomly about it um and laughing way too long at severed heads <laughs> um if you did read it let us know what you thought on instagram at booklet podcast or you can email us booklet at gmail.com Holly and I are always there. I am actually on TikTok. If you listen to or are on TikTok, uh, page turner. I'm trying to get better about posting videos, but you can interact with me there too. Um, yeah, that's about it. Yep. Anything else? Nope. In that case, you all have a good night. Happy reading. Happy reading. Bye. Bye.